Welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we are here today to talk to you about really important stuff. Yeah, guys, it's going to get important. And as the show goes on, it gets more important to the point where it almost sounds unimportant, but that's when it gets its most important. Guys, this is a required listening. Yeah. It's mandatory or you are not passing. Right. We're going to hold you back and we don't apologize for it. That's right. It's who we are. Before right. we get to that, we want to talk about our sponsor, Elephant and Castle. Mm-hmm. I almost said two East Eighth. That would have been kind of weird. Uh, but yes, Elephant and Castle at 185 North Wabash in Chicago, Illinois. Great place with some great food, great drinks, and great specials. Yeah. Yeah. They got a happy hour every day from three to six where they've got some great specials for drinks. And they also have snack and chairs, which is basically anything that is $11 or less on the appetizers is half off, which is pretty fucking sweet. Guys, it's not salty. It's sweet. Sweet. Uh, Also, they have daily specials like One and Done Mondays where they tap a keg of specialty local. Is it local stuff? Not Uh, necessarily. We'll just say craft beer. Craft beer. It's a keg they tap and they pour it till it's gone and pints are only three goddamn dollars. It's an insane deal. Come and and drink it. Come and drink it on on Mondays. Jesus. You really threw me off. I know. You're like, come and drink it. Come and drink it. It's like, geez, man. That's some dirty talk. Uh, you also got tin up Tuesdays, where all tins are twenty five percent off. And Justin, what's a tin? Uh, a tin. <laughs> tin is how someone with an accent might say the number ten. Oh, it's a tin. Uh, one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> well, there we go. It's also a can of beer. Right. All cans of beer are twenty five percent off on Tuesdays. That's got wine down Wednesdays, where glasses of wine are a dollar off, and all bottles are. Half price. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> that was confidence that right there. That is correct. You've also got, uh, what is it, local Thursdays? Yes. And basically all local brews are uh, 25% off. They are 5.50. Nailed it. Yep, that's I it. I fucking nailed it. I'm good at these. Yeah, no, that's all right. There's, uh, that, that changed. We got so used to saying the other ones. Yeah, so yeah and I, I, no, it was. Yeah, we're just, okay, yeah. anyway, guys, I'm nailing this ad. Uh, also, on the weekends, you've got brunch over here, and Bloody Marys and Mimosas are $5. Five fucking dollars, Five pop. fucking dollars over at Elephant and Castle. They also got a great food menu, mm-hmm. and uh, if you want to nail uh, if you want to nail something, like Doug's nailing this, uh, this ad read, Come here and you can like you can nail anyone that you want. Oh. It gets stinky sexy up in here. Yeah, I'm sure that's on their website. So guys, come to Elephant and Castle 185 North Wabash. We love it down here. And if you're here on Tuesdays, uh, stop by in the basement. Yep. You can find us down there in the ENC Lounge. It's where we record. It's where dreams find direction. Indeed. That sounds like some sort of really bad motto for some corporate America bullshit. But anyway, uh, yeah, guys, um, also, before we get started, too, we just want to do put on our sales hat here and just say, hey, please, uh, allow us to solicit you yeah. to go and write a review uh, of this podcast on iTunes. Uh, I don't even know if you can write a review on Spotify. Yeah, why not? But do it. Demand that you do it. Right. Uh, Call on, Spotify. Say, I want to write a review, but I don't see where. Why the fuck can't I review this? Right. Uh, Stitcher. Uh, Google Podcasts. Podcasts. Yeah. You know, go in there, write a review. It means a lot to us. It really helps us. It kind of moves us up the charts, and we get more recognition, and we can reach more people, and it means a lot to us. It does. Also, you can go do that. share us around, too. Yeah. Uh, if you hear something in an episode that you find particularly funny or annoying, or uh, mm-hmm. it, it sparks a thought or a debate, send it to a friend, send it to a loved one, send it to someone, mm-hmm. and... And uh, send it to your boss. Say, I quit because of this podcast. Yeah. And then it's too you're funny. welcome. 
Um, but yeah, share us around. Yes, it'd be great. That being said, uh, this episode was a ton of fun. Uh, Justin and I were exploring a lot of lies that parents tell children with good intentions, but have, you know, unintended consequences down the road. So lots of fun stuff. We uh, scoured BuzzFeed and cracked for some good inspiration. We told some stories that uh, sometimes our, our parents had told us, some things that we've had friends that our parents tell their children, and some things that, you know, maybe we'll tell to people someday moving forward. So it's really important. Remember, lying is important. Right, guys, we would never lie to you. Mm-mm. Ever. Ever. Enjoy the episode, bitches. Mind Gap Podcast. What are you? What are you doing? I'm doing Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate bowel movements. Okay, proceed. Day one. <laughs> Prom. <laughs> Subtitle. Uh oh. Subtitle: The birth of bubble gut. Bubble gut. Bubble 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 gut. Yeah, that happened to me today. I was training, and all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh boy, not good." Unfortunately, everyone was doing an activity where they um, had to, like, watch some videos and stuff like that. I'm like, you got 20 minutes. You're good. And all of a sudden, someone accelerated that process. Why would they do that to you, though? Uh, by someone, I mean my body was like, oh, oh. no, you're not going to make make it 20 minutes. Right, no. And all of a sudden, like, some stinky farts were coming out. And I'm like, I can't do that here. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, I got to the point where it was, like, code red. I'm like, if I, I could probably make this happen, but it's going to look really uncomfortable for me as I'm sitting there sweating. And just not moving and just focusing <laughs> on breathing. Because you wouldn't, yeah. <sighs> you know? Right. And I was like, you could just go to the bathroom. So I ran and got one of my coworkers. I'm like, can you just watch this class real quick? I'll be right back. Yeah. And I go in there and thank God there was one stall free. And I sat down. Have you ever had the poop that sounds like a concussion grenade? Oh, yeah. It's oh, not, yeah. It's not like a, you know, a, like, it's just like, boom. Yeah. It's like someone set off some sort of grenade in, oh, a, yeah. in an area to like, you know, diff- to basically stun you. That's what it sounded like. And he makes you wonder, I'm like, did anything really come out? You have to check. And you stand yeah. up and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, it came out. I was like, yeah. okay. It was like, wow. There was a, there was a guy who uh, was in the bathroom the other day at work. And uh, there was a guy who, <clears throat> the only thing I can, the only way I can relate what the sound was, was as if he pushed an entire lasagna through an air compressor. Oh, God. That's a very vivid. Right. You yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about, yeah. too. Yeah. And it was... It's the lasagna bit that I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, man. I know. And it was... I was very, very unsettled by it. Oh, yeah. That was that was tough. Those are tough situations yeah. when you're like, oh, this is uncomfortable. I have a hard time because I have a hard time not laughing. Mm-hmm. I, I always... Because I just find farts funny. Oh, they're hilarious. And it's... I, I will just, in the middle of going to the bathroom, I will, in a very silent uh, mm-hmm. bathroom, someone will, will fart. And, I mean, it's a significant fart. And I will just laugh my ass off. And I, I feel bad because you know they're self-conscious. But I'm like, if I try to stifle this, it's going to be even worse. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, uh, a guy who was on here, Matt Baker, who we've had on here a couple yeah. of times, he joked when he, he used to work at uh, where I did. 
And I saw him one day. He goes, you know, I feel like we should just have like farting stalls in bathrooms because people are <laughs> people are so embarrassed to fart in here. Yeah. And he's like, we should just be able to be like, hey, man, go in there, close the door, just yeah. fart. It's fine. You can it's do cool. what you do. Just unleash yeah. it. It's all good. Don't worry about it. I was like, yeah, that's kind of nice because there was an le- episode of The League, you know, where they were talking about that. Kevin was yeah. farting like, oh, you're an animal. It's like, where else am I supposed to do this? I'm right. like, I agree with that. This like, is a safe haven. You know, I'm not judging anyone when I laugh at them in the bathroom. Oh, it's yeah. just that it's funny. Purely Agreed. funny. But absolutely, like, let it rip because that's yeah. what you're here for. Yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> that's why you came. I wanted to make a joke today because I was <clears> talking to a guy in his office and I stealthily farted twice in there he was has a big office and i was just kind of walking around and i wanted to be like hey before you go i want you to know i farted in here twice and then closed the door <laughs> i'm like ha <laughs> sucker yeah i was like and this is gonna be bad for you yeah so good luck because <laughs> um, there's definitely been times i've been in my office and i farted and someone comes and knocks on my door and i'm like uh no don't come in here go away i'm like uh, a phone call go away. busy this- Busy. This is a small space, and I just really unleashed the fury. In <laughs> and here. I just claimed it. Yeah, this is mine now. It's mine now. Yeah, it's just, and I'm sorry. I've reclaimed my own space. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not been fun. Yeah, it's yeah. like the uh, <laughs> don't come in here. You'll get pink eye. <laughs> you don't want this. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do. That. It's infected. It's in infected here. in here. It's really bad. <laughs> And speaking of farting, uh, my daughter uh, just ripped a oh. fart. Uh, my, my Jill reached out to me on this app. It was like a, a little live live stream of, of her at the doctor's office with Natalie. And as Jill's talking to Natalie, Natalie just like leans to the side and just farts on this leather like bench <coughs> and just goes. And then she turns and looks at Jill like, ah? and Jill goes, oh, my God, she just farted on this bench. It honestly sounded like someone was crushing a cardboard box. Like it was, that was the sound of it. I laughed so, because it was such an honest real moment oh yeah like, it wasn't like hey she, she was in the middle of observing something and yeah. you could just tell that came over her and she's like oh this is happening now. it's so funny because she was like do 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 and then she's like eh. and then looked at jill like i did that yeah she had the huge like it was grin. so funny yeah. i laughed i was on the train and i was laughing so hard and jill goes oh my god she just did that and she's like all right say bye she's like bye dad <laughs> Like, oh, it made my night. You are my daughter. So you funny. are my daughter. God, that's so funny. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Oh, God, I love it so much. Those are the special things. Those are those special moments. Yeah. I mean, you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's how you tell that she's your daughter. Oh, of course. Is you're like, like, yeah, I would do exactly that. And those are the things where I'm like, <clears throat> you know, yeah, there's time and place for that, but I'm like, I don't give a shit. That's fucking funny. <clears throat> right. Exactly. Because again, I don't care what age you are. Yeah. Farts are funny. It's, yeah. It's a scientific fact. I, Look I, it up on Wikipedia. It's proved. If you want, if you want to see me just go into a laughing fit, Jill did that once when we were in college. She was just playing this, like, clicking buttons, and all these different farts were coming out. I was on the ground just rolling. Right. And she stared at me like just. <clears throat> I'm with this. I think just disenchanted was probably just the face <laughs> of like, I was like, ah, stop. And she's just, it's just, just I was like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. And she's like, I don't understand you. So at one point it stopped being fun for her. And it was more of, again, a scientific experiment. She was mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to observe how he reacts to these things because yeah. I'm fascinated by this. I was like, Oh, that's so funny. And I was just, I couldn't, I couldn't take it. And you know, I don't know. I think what's it's kind of relieving about those sort of situations, no pun intended, is just that um, everybody does that, and yeah. it was, it's it's kind of a universal thing we can all relate to. Yeah, 
And so when we say, hey, have you ever had a situation where you basically feel like you're going to shit your pants and someone says yes? It's like, obviously they have. Yeah. But you still feel like a connection with that person. Like, you know. And if they say no, you're lying. It's like, of course you You're have. flat out lying to me. And just to see, like, my daughter, sweet little Natalie, just, <clears> like, lift up right. her, her cheeks and fart and be like, eh. Oh, my God. It just makes me so goddamn She's happy. She's a little person. She gets it. I love it. It's so great. She gets it. Now, I don't want her just, like, you know, running around farting on people's heads and stuff like right. that. But, like, just to have that well, that's, moment of. That's you know, why you got to tell her that farting on people gives them pink eye. That's exactly. where that comes from. And that's mm-hmm. why you've got to. We've got to pass that on. You've got to relay that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. What a nice segue, Justin. Thank you. Yeah. Well done. You, th- you threw it out there twice. I'm like, I got you. I hear you. I hear you, baby. Uh, so uh, I'm just done with farts and poop. You're like, I'm right done now. with farts and poop. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, let's talk about semen. Uh, <laughs> it's going to get real. Uh, Justin and I found some really fun uh, lists about like lies that parents tell children. And while they're made with good intentions right. to sort of like curb behavior or make people be very concerned about situations, it has long-lasting effects that actually can be pretty embarrassing to people down the road. And some potentially uh, not realized mm-hmm. uh, un- unintended uh, effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we found a couple of lists. Uh, I got a list from Cracked. Uh, that was called Things Your Parents Said That Were Definitely Not Normal. Right. And I'm trying to think of some stuff that my parents said to me, and nothing's really... I know one that my dad said to me, yeah. and it, he's, he said this all the time, and he's my dad is is brilliant because he, played, he plays things really cool, mm-hmm. and... Uh, that's even more unnerving when it's when it's said just very matter of fact and not mm-hmm. like in a blatantly like uh, threatening or ominous way. It's just mm-hmm. it's just a, a passive comment, and he would and it was nothing not, not a huge uh, and it's not even a lie. I'm assuming, but he would always tell me, "I've got eyes everywhere," mm. and that always stuck with me because he was he was a firefighter and he mm-hmm. knew a lot of city workers. Yeah, and so I'm like he and as a kid I'm like. Okay. Yeah. And as I got older, I'm like, no, nah, that's probably true. And there was one one time where I was at a, a buddy's house in the Quad Cities, and uh, I was in the f- I was in his front yard with my then girlfriend, and I think uh, I kissed her goodbye or something. And uh, I got home, and my dad's like, "Are you making out with your girlfriend on Steve's lawn?" And I was like, <laughs> "What? He knows? How did you? By the time I got home, how did?" How? What? That, that's some Alex Brock shit right I there. I was like, uh-uh. How did that? No. Uh-uh. And I was like, that's at that point, I was I very, very much watched anything I did because I had I had every reason to believe he truly does his, have fucking eyes. And then what a great move by him, too. Yes. Something innocuous. Yes. No big deal. He's like, ah, okay. And you're like, that just fucking happened. How does he know? He's right. like, he's been saying this for years and he's been serious the whole and time. And those are the things you're like, oh, shit. Right. What else have I done? Right. <laughs> And what else has he has he known about? He's just like hanging on his back pocket. Right, because that's the worst. Because oh, when your parents know, yes, and just just they don't say anything. It's like <laughs> I have a really embarrassing one. I don't know if I'm going to share it over the air, but um, <laughs> it's, you have to. Now. Like, it's a very vulnerable thing, and yeah. I was like, it's also pretty disgusting. So sure. I think I'm going to save that one for another time. I'm going to uh, say I want to. I will counter with this. I'm not forcing you to say it, sure. but I will say for you to qualify that statement by saying it's it's too personal or too disgusting after everything we've right? talked about in this podcast right? Doug I feel like that's hypocritical do you because I, I feel, I feel like, like, like I've a, shared sport, a lot what's a sport argument I feel like it's I've shared a lot and for me to actually pull back let you know how kind of like 
serious and gross it was. Then I'm for sure hearing this off mic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's pretty gross. Right. I was a monster. Yeah, all right. Like, Fair enough. Yeah. So, I, uh, yeah, that'll save for another time. <laughs> but uh, one of the ones that I heard from my friend, my good friend Mandy. Yes. Um, whenever her son wasn't doing <laughs> doing stuff right, she'd always be like, you better shape up or the coyotes are going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> Why and and she told me that, that and I was like, child. I was like, uh, oh, she goes, yeah, she goes, it's probably not a good idea, but it works because no. they would hear like howling and stuff. Oh, Christ. You know, because yes. they're kind of out in the wilderness. Yeah, a yeah, bit. yeah. And she'd be like, those are the coyotes. You don't shape up. They're going to get you. Oh, my God. And she goes, man, when that kid sees a coyote, he's going to lose his fucking mind. Like, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> he's going to be like, yeah, just right. He's going to fucking take off. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not talking about the animal. I'm talking about the human traffickers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> coyotes. Yes, the coyotes. They're, they're going to fucking get you. They're going to find you and they're going to take you somewhere right. else. And You're, you won't like it. You won't like it. You're not going to know where you are. Forced yeah. to do things you don't want to do. Similarly to you, my mom was a teacher. Yeah. Uh, and so she often would say like, she said it blatantly a lot of times, but I was also I figured out early on that my mom knew all the teachers in town. Yeah, sure. So they're really I was always pretty much on my best behavior at yeah. school because you're not going to get away with shit. Because I was like, man, my mom will know in a heartbeat. Yeah. If if that ever happened, and I remember one, I was in third grade and uh, I got in a fight with a kid, and I felt I, I regret it to this day because uh, it, it, was, it was I was I think I when I look back on I was being a bully. And uh, I, I got in a fight with this kid, and um, <laughs> that was the day of parent-teacher conferences. And after it happened, I was like, oh, my God. Like, my mom's going to find out about this. <laughs> so I was basically, like, telling everyone to shut the fuck. Because no one, like, it happened over recess or right. anything, and no, no teachers intervened or anything. So it was kind of like it happened, but it, none, no authority really knew. Yeah, yeah, you might get away with this. And... Like, I remember we were lining up to go in, and someone just said, oh, and then Doug was punching so-and-so. And the teacher goes, Doug? Oh, and I go, no. what? I What? Huh? <laughs> I, uh, I had no good response <laughs> to it. I go, huh? What? What? I, didn't, what? I was like, there's no way right. that my ass doesn't just get reamed oh, yeah. over this. And I felt just sick the rest of the day. You know, partially because I, I did realize that that wasn't a good thing, and also because my mom's totally going to find out about this. Nothing ever happened. Wait, what? I was like, how did Seriously? I dodge that bullet? Did, I was like, I, I don't know, man. I, I think part of it is... Let, did, she, did she keep it in her back pocket? I don't think so. Really? I, I don't know if that teacher got enough details to figure out, because this was back you know, in the All time right. where you could probably do that and get away with it. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, but to this day, I'm sorry, Josh Wollers. Uh, I, I, I regretted that. We... We were definitely good friends in high school and yeah, stuff like yeah. that, but I was just a, a butthole. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do this. It you've, was not good. You've carried it with you long enough I to where the, 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 like, those are you're things obviously where like, sorry. Oh. Where if, it's still, if you still think about it, it still bothers you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, that was a moment where I'm like, oh, boy, that yeah. was not okay. And that was just, <laughs> uh, it's a situation where, you know, a kid trying to figure shit out, but I was like, it yeah. wasn't a good behavior. Gross. Um, but you know, somehow my mom never said anything about it. And I was like, Oof. but the downside of that too, is my mom also knew a lot about all the other kids. Oh, interesting. So, so would you hear about like, all this shit? Oh, she just, she was, she would know all the gossip and the rumor about all the people. So it's like, if I was hanging around someone that was unsanitary, uh, my mom would know and she'd be, she'd have like all these preconceived notions about them. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, uh, you know, yeah. not, probably not a good thing. But I mean, 
Especially when we, Dave and I started dating, you know, she'd always know everything. She about would already it. know the girl. She would know, or, yeah. or that, or she would send out her 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 ravens to find out more right. about them. And uh, Dave had a very contentious relationship in in high school, and my mom was just like, "I don't like that girl. I don't like. I've heard stories about that girl. I don't like I've that heard girl." Stories. That's the best one. What yeah. stories have you heard? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just like, "Oh boy." So it, that that let me believe that obviously this she knows yeah. a thing or two, or at least has some reach i wonder if there is some sort of a network you can join like a parental network like yeah. an underground network because my dad and your mom seem to have the same resources well i think part of that was just the nature of their job <laughs> sure yeah you know we're obviously you know my mom to this day will go yeah see that kid over there i taught him how to read like she she just remembers people yeah, and everyone yeah, yeah. that she had so because you're teaching kids you're getting to know parents you're watching them grow up over the years and then those kids yeah. are having kids so inevitably you're going to have some sort of reach. And your dad working as a firefighter, he's going to meet people. Sure. He's going to go to homes. He's going to do that sort of stuff. You know, like I'm right. sure he's doing fundraisers and all sorts of stuff, meeting. Yeah. He's going to he know the, the community. He knows the cops. He knows the other city. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, they're going to know people <clears throat> and stuff like that. There's something that my mom used to say that was very, it wasn't, <clears throat> it wasn't, a well, it is kind of a lie. But uh, she used to say, um, to, to try to keep me in line, good things happen to good boys and bad things happen to bad boys. Like basically, if you act up, bad things are going to happen. If you're good, then you get rewarded. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and as an adult, I look back at that. And I'm like, that's a lie because <laughs> really shitty things happen to good people. Oh yeah, and a lot of assholes get very far in life. And I understand the you know the intention of that. Like yeah. if you're trying to be good, but when you're 17, mom, I come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> like when you're like. The idea being, if you're if you're an asshole, something's yeah. gonna happen. But I know what you mean. It's like, yeah, well, that's a sugarcoated way of looking at life. Right. Where <laughs> nice guys finish last. You ever heard that song by Green Day, Mom? If I was six and I could have had that retort to right. her, it would have been amazing. She's like, what the fuck is Green Day? <laughs> what are you saying? He's speaking in tongues. Hit him with the club. Hit him with the club. <laughs> Get him a spoon. <laughs> We're gonna spoon his ass. <laughs> spoon his ass. Uh, yeah, like, I, like I get that to some degree because yeah. like <laughs> Jill's family was in town over the weekend and we were uh, wrangling, you know, Natalie and, and two other boys. And yeah. I hear Jill's mom just outright lie, outright lie to the kids to get them to do things. Yeah, like yeah. just to be like it's something as simple as uh, as like, oh, do you? She wanted one of the kids to go take a nap, uh-huh. and she's like, come on upstairs, we're gonna go see the kitty. No intention to see the kitty. And then the older one goes, I want to come too. And then she turns to him and she goes, we're not going to see the kitty. <laughs> he needs to go take a nap. And she goes, all right, come see the kitty. He goes, I want to see the kitty. We're No, She's we're like, not. Do- he needs to lay down. Come on, let's go see the kitty. I want to see the kitty. He's like, shut up. It's like, it was very funny to see that sort of stuff. We're like, hey, come on over here. We're going to do something really awesome. Just right. come over here to me, please. Like, you know. Right, right, yeah. She would just say whatever she could just to get the kid to come over. And yeah. I was like, I laugh at that because there's times where that crosses my mind and i've played that tactic to natalie and i was like yeah i can't do that i don't i don't want her to distrust what i'm saying sure sure have you ever have you ever delivered your own your own parental lie um i mean (laughs) i i've said she's like i want to do this i'm like well maybe we will knowing full well we won't right yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that's a possibility yeah (laughs) i could fall back on like i mean anything's possible right I'm like, full. We, we, we could do it. She's like, I want to have this for you know for dinner. I'm like, well, we might, but first we're gonna have this. Right. <laughs> and then we'll see if you're still hungry or have interest in arguing. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, because I also can use that stuff, knowing full well she'll forget about yeah. it, you know, and she won't remember that. And you know, in order to basically say no and have a potential meltdown, I'm like, I don't know, maybe. Right. 
Have you ever, I mean, have you told uh, told her, like, the horrific lie of, like, the earth being round or anything like that? No, I think, uh, well, you know, she might be ready. Three years old, she might be ready to know that the earth is flat. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't even say that with a straight face. I couldn't. How it about was... the old Santa lie? Has she has she gotten into, because she, no. she's getting into the age where, yeah. where like, that, that will start to become a concept. Kids at school will start to talk about it this year, probably. Yeah. I don't know, like... Like, I feel like you guys are definitely going to cross that bridge this year. We we probably will, but I don't know. I'm just so indifferent about Christmas that, yeah. you know, I want to celebrate that stuff. And I know the Santa stuff's kind of magical and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, if Jill wants to do it, fine. If we don't, I'm okay with it, too. Like, yeah. I'm just like, ah, I don't really care. Yeah. Like, I just I don't need to go through this whole rigmarole this about, whole charade because i also want to be like well if you're good santa's gonna bring you presents i'm like are you being a good human right because if you're being a good human <laughs> then that's what i want i don't give a shit about this mythical guy named santa who's gonna break and enter into our home again He's and eat mythical. our food and then maybe leave it's an offering garbage. doug it's an offering it's an offering to the god yes to the god of winter of, of chris kringle because I, I know it's like a fun thing that people do and and whatnot but i don't know I, you know me and Christmas. You're a we curmudgeon. Have a, we have a contentious relationship. Yeah. I am excited to get a Christmas tree. I'm excited yeah, to do yeah. that. You know, we've got some cool <clears throat> ornaments. I, don't, I just kind of thought that as the as the uh, as you had a kid and you got into, deeper into this age mm-hmm. uh, bracket, that maybe you would be like, oh, it's it is kind of like a like to your point, you said something like magical and like oh this this whole tradition and this whole thing, but. You don't feel yourself I don't uh, really have warming a, to that? I don't have a Santa tradition, and because I didn't have, like, cousins and stuff like that growing up, yeah. you know, the Santa stuff died a long time ago, and Christmas died in my family a long time ago, too. Did it? Yeah, my mom canceled Christmas. So, I think I told you the story. I think you did, yeah. About the penguins? Yep. Yeah. So, the, a joke that fell flat ended up, uh, from my perspective, on canceling Christmas. So, uh, a hack joke <laughs> ruined Christmas. <laughs> uh, and so, like, for me, I think that's... Part of what you know what now that I mentioned now that I think about it, that's probably I think that that began my sort of just disinterest in Christmas. Really, when your mom canceled it, just because. So we have your mom to fully blame for this. <laughs> All right, I'm into uh, it. I, it's just part of it was you know not we didn't have a lot. My family's so small that we didn't do a lot for it. So yeah. it's not like I had little kids to sort of be like, oh, by the way, little cousins or whatever, yeah. or you know anything like that. So, you know, we had that with Jill's family to some degree, but a lot of it was like, eh. You know, I don't know. I just I haven't been around it so much that I don't really have this. There's a giant tradition with Disney World where I'm like, yeah, I want to see that magic. Right. Like, see that on your face as we go and see fireworks at the end of a, you know, whatever and stuff like that. But like, are wait, you gonna tell her the lie about Mickey what? and how he's fair to his employees? About how? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm also like, hey, that uh, streaming service is a bunch of horseshit. <laughs> We're not getting it. We can talk about that in a future podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like mommy doesn't order Amazon anymore because they don't like their workers. Uh, you know, yeah, that'll be tough. That'll yeah. be a tough decision. Sure. <laughs> She'll be like, I don't understand complex economics, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> get used to it. Well, here we go. Buckle uh, up because this is Saturday night for you. <laughs> Saturday night. Let's do this. If you want to play board games, you got to listen to me rant and rave about this. Supply and demand. Get the on. Invisible hand. Kevin, get my whiteboard. <laughs> We're gonna draw. We're gonna draw. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I understand like why some of that stuff exists. You know, yeah. for the longest time, you know, my mom told me, you know, don't cross the road. We also lived on a really fucking busy ass road, sure. so she's like, please don't die. Right. 
but it was always like this forbidden line is like never cross it and you know i remember crossing it and just feeling like i had broken some law yeah you know and things like that but i understand that stuff is made for a reason yeah you know people want to make sure that you know people are behaving a certain way or making sure that you know they're not putting themselves in danger and and trying to curb that behavior but i love some of the unintended consequences that come from that and speaking of here's a couple of things that we found let me hit me with it all right um this one on Cracked was very funny. My dad always called the center turn lane the suicide lane, since you can often find yourself driving head-on toward another car. I thought everyone called it this, so I was surprised at the horrified reaction when I told a driver, uh, you want to go ahead and get into the suicide lane? <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine the look on that driver's face. Like, like, what? You, I'm sorry. What did you just say? The what? No. Yeah, the suicide lane. Yeah, the suicide lane. Say yeah, yeah. Just turn into there. But be careful of oncoming cars. I chalk this stuff up to like the when you first live with other people. Right. And all of your sort of mannerisms and stuff are like, oh, you guys don't pee in the sink? Really? <laughs> oh, I'm weird? Okay. You know, like all of a sudden people get, you know, kind of grossed out or whatever. Yeah. And you start realizing what's kind of normal and what's not. Did you have a fun one you wanted to share? Uh, yeah. Give me one second. Okay. Uh, I just thought of, no? Okay. Um, did not want to load. We're having issues with the internet. Um well, I've got another one here. Yeah, please hit me with that. My parents gave names to the traffic lights to help me associate stopping and walking with each color. So with red and green. So quickie for green and stoppy for red. <laughs> she calls it stoppy? Little did they know they were setting me up to be embarrassed years later as a full-grown adult. <laughs> did you? Now, oh my God. So can you imagine that person... Going to high school and going to driver's ed, and the teacher asks, all right, so uh, you've got a traffic light. Everyone probably should know this by now, so let's just go through real quick. Anyone want to raise their hand and tell me what the different uh, colors on a traffic light mean? This poor person raises their hand and goes, yeah, the green means means quickie, the yellow means hold on now, and the red means stoppy. Mm -hmm. And then everyone just turns to this person. And stares at them, and this person was never invited to another party again. Or I, I imagine like this, it's kind of like the end of a really nice date. You know, they're walking home, and they're waiting, you know, at the light. They're like, oh, Quickie says we can go. And someone goes, I'm, what? Huh? Yeah, Quickie. You're you know, the guy up there. Uh, okay. Hurry up before it goes to Stoppy. Hurry up before Stoppy gets us. I'm sorry. What did you just say? Can I wonder we- if that would like end a date. For me, it would. I'd be like, instantaneously. What are you talking about? Um, another good one. My Polish Nana told me that when you die, all the bread you've ever wasted would be placed on a scale. Wait, what? <laughs> what? And if you've wasted more than your own body weight, you're going to the other place. <laughs> that is such, and I mean, that is such a Polish grandmother thing to tell someone. And not only that, not keto friendly. Oh know. no, very that much is a not. Very yeah. carb based thing. For your 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 the resting place of your soul is based strictly on carbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which makes sense from a you know Eastern European you know right. place where you know food you just don't waste it. Absolutely. So for someone to be like, I don't want bread. It's Absolutely. like, well, if you don't eat that, you're going to hell. <laughs> oh my god, that's really funny. Um, there's one here uh, that someone said in this other article. Uh, was when I was a kid, my parents warned me that if I pressed the reset button on the power outlet, the house would explode. 
which I like to think that it was the it wasn't the parents that told him in my head it's the dad yeah and the dad was like this is going to be hysterical yeah right. and then the kid just never every time the 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 circuit tripped yeah. the kid was just like shit and I can't use this outlet again yeah. and he just moves houses consistently yeah see part of me like when when Natalie starts asking like she's it's starting the why phase sure yeah and like I just I I sort of vary between like just being brutally honest and also just making up shit sure. So it's like, you know, you know, dad, dad, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to the store. Why? Well, I got to get food. Why? Well, because we got to eat. Why? Because if we don't eat, we're going to die. Did you say that? No, but I was oh, like, that, yeah, that's like an that's example where you're of what going, we're going to yeah. do. Why? <laughs> well, because we're all mortal, Natalie, and we all die someday. Oh, my God. You really need Everybody to see dies the, alone. the Chris and Matt show this yeah. time around. They have, they have that sketch oh, in, good. in that show. I'm yeah, glad. That's absolutely it. Yeah. And, uh, or, or also just being like, why? Well, I don't know. Um, you know, no one's going to – I need fuel for my robot body, you know, or something just <laughs> insane. You right. Know? And that's, that's you fucking with her in that regard is yeah. going to be the, the reset button being the explosion. Exactly. Exploding house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's another one here that, and if someone had told me this, I would have, without even thinking, I would have believed it. Mm -hmm. But my driver, my dad told me that the rumble strips on the highway were for blind drivers. Jesus Christ! So they would know when they were <laughs> when they were getting too close to the curb. And as a kid, you go, "Oh, that makes sense." Yeah, right. But then when you're an adult, you got to think about it. You're like, "The fuck are you? <laughs> what are you blind talking about? Drivers? Blind what? drivers? No. That sounds terrible. No. <laughs> I feel like the universal one in Ano is like you know, hey, if you pee in the pool, it's going to change color. Yes, that was another one that was uh, that was on here. Um, I, uh, I I rolled that dice a couple of times. Did you? When I was a kid, I was like, I'm peeing in this pool to see what happens, <laughs> and I'm like, and I was strategically around a bunch of other people, <laughs> so that if it happened, you know, it wouldn't necessarily be me because it's always you could like, go like, oh, gross, dude, because they just guy. trying to get people not to pee in the pool. Yeah, you know, more exactly. or less. Yeah, it's, like, it's going to change color. Yeah, I was like, that's not true. That's not true. Uh, I definitely I. I I even had have had trouble though peeing in like the ocean or the lake oh yeah like just standing in there i in my head i have such a block on mm -hmm. like this is not where you're supposed to go <laughs> you're not in, in a toilet in a bathroom <laughs> and so like my body is just like nope we're See, not i was always this. taught the world is your toilet you so go. it was always easy for me which explains a lot right yeah also it's like oh if you pee in the lake it's gonna attract fish and they're gonna bite you He'll bite your wiener. He'll bite off. your wiener. Don't you do it. Don't, Don't do, it. do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sitting clo too close to the TV will, will ruin your eyesight. I was definitely fed that line when, yeah. I, was, when I was younger. And then I think they fight. Fuck it. They don't care. Yeah. But it's also not true. So. Yeah, it's yeah. not true. Yeah. It's just annoying. It's like, get the fuck away <clears throat> from the TV. Right. You're too goddamn close. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not even blocking my vision of the TV. You're simply too close. It's just annoying. Get yeah. away from there. You just need to get away from the TV. Yeah. Um, there was another one you had uh, from that list. Um, well, this one was my, the first time I asked a friend yes. to turn on what my mom called the up light. <laughs> I was met by with confusion followed by laughter. It was a light on the, on the ceiling. <laughs> Can you turn on the up light? Right. What? It's just a yeah, just a light on, the, not a lamp, but a light uh, that's fixed to the ceiling. Yeah. It was like the girl at work who referred to seafood as underwater food. It's like, <laughs> that's what did right. you just say? I forgot about like, that. Underwater food? You underwater. mean seafood? No, but well, yeah, sure. They live in the sea, but it's underwater food. Yeah, it's like what? That's <laughs> kind of crazy. Did you ever? Uh, did you ever get the? If you swallow a watermelon seed, you'll grow oh, a yeah. watermelon in your belly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, why? Like, what's the point of a lie like that? I, I guess they want you to swallow the seeds. But, like, again, it's not going to do you any harm. You're well, not that, the I seeds would, are so small, you're not choking on them. I would say that's bad parenting if that's actually something that could happen. 
Why would you put yourself in a situation? Why even give me the seeds? Why even give them that fruit if the seeds are going to potentially do that kind of harm? Right? Right? right. That's so dumb. <laughs> of course, I couldn't think about that back then. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Where the- I tear apart kids' movies and logic where I'm like, wait a second. Hold on a minute. That's- how come and how to train your dragon? Hiccups. Everyone in the bil- village speaks with <clears throat> Scottish accent, but Hiccup and all of his friends sound American. What the fuck? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Right. <laughs> I, I definitely got... Uh, kids' movies are a fantastic also, a fantastic resource oh, to, God, yeah. to pick out all of these, like, wait a second. Oh, yeah. That doesn't track. Oh, 100%. It's, it's, it's very... It's the thing that I do when I have to rewatch something over and over and over again. I'm like, there's flaws here. There's, Let me pick these out. These are, there's flaws in all of this. Yeah. I don't understand. Um, What's one of the most glaring flaws you've seen in one of Natalie's movies? Um, Besides well, that one. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I would say we just we start questioning a lot of things. Um, well, some of it's kind of dark, like in Frozen. You know, Elsa has this, you know, magical ice power. Right. And her dad's like, conceal it. Don't let anyone show. And they lock her in her room. Right. For all of her young adult <clears throat> and teenage life. Uh so how the fuck does she have any sort of social skills right. at all? Um, how does she have such a great singing voice? How does she know what anything is? The singing voice I'll give her because that could be natural. Talent. It could be natural, but if you don't practice, you know what I mean? Like Maybe she's practicing. Yeah. It could be God-given talent. We talked to Zach about that. Yeah, that's, I'm sure it is, but you also have to practice to some degree. Yeah. 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 You know, and not that it's like at one point she she goes out singing "Let It Go" and she builds this magnificent ice palace. I'm like, what the fuck do you know about architecture? What do you know about load bearing walls and anything like that? I mean, Jesus Christ! You, you that'd be like me going, they're going, Doug, go build something with your mind. I'm like, okay, I would die because it would not be structurally sound. Let me ask you this though. Okay. She's got magic ice that comes out of her hand. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think like the magic has kind of like sentient and it just knows how no. to build it? No. Okay. She can also create <clears throat> life. She creates a snowman. She it's, also creates a snow golem. She can create life. Right. That's kind of fucked up. She's a guy. And no one seems to be like impressed that she just created life. No one's bowing before and no, her. She seems surprised <clears throat> when the snowman's like, hi, Elsa, you built me. She's like, I did? I'm like. What? What? Is no one like freaked out about this at all? What are we doing here, guys? Come on! What? Also saw an interesting thing about uh, Coco. <laughs> Wonderful movie. I love, I love that it. movie. Yeah. Uh, but they mentioned that um, you know the way that that movie works is if you hang someone's photo on the ofrenda. Yeah. I'm learning so many great words <clears throat> from watching that movie over and over and over again. It's essentially a mantle that celebrates the Day of the Dead. And yeah. if the man, if the photo's on the mantle, the, the dead folks can cross over to the living world for the night and enjoy and see everybody. But if you don't have your picture on the ofrenda, you're stuck. Right. And eventually if people forget you, you die. You fade away. You have the second death. You have the second death, it. yeah. So what someone brought up was uh, all those photos and stuff from the old days were only for rich people. Because they were super expensive to make. Ah, that's a very even if good you point. made like a portrait, like a painting, <clears throat> yeah. super expensive. Yeah. So that meant that only rich people in the afterlife would be able to come over to uh, to visit, and all the poor people just died horribly and never got to see their families again. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's, yeah. so? What's the issue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the problem? That sounds about. Right. I don't understand what you're saying. And yeah, which makes sense because in uh, you know 
Miguel's family, it was a shoe factory. Right. You know, they were very successful. Oh, of no. They were titans of industry. They they absolutely had the uh, the money to do that. But, yeah. uh, you know, not those poor fucking peasants. And nor should peasants. Right. They're, they should be, they should all die off. And they're, the dead should die twice. The dead should die twice. And that way you can only have rich people running the world. There we go. And the afterworld. Yeah. The afterworld. You can find this and more like it. In my new book, Trumpisms. Trumpisms. <laughs> it's a musical thing about trumpets. That's how he farts. I have to assume that when Trump toots, that's how it sounds. It's pretty impressive. Here's another good one. Uh, when my siblings and I misbehaved, my dad would threaten to call a man named Uncle Smacky. That is terrifying. He was like Santa's evil twin. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in that lie, though, you have to, you have to perpetuate the lie of Santa. In order for Uncle Uncle Smacky to work, well, I also imagine I don't like Uncle Smacky in the least. <laughs> I don't either. Everything I also about that makes me feel uncomfortable. It's a dude that's on drugs <laughs> that just shows up. Hey man, you need you've been, that TV? <laughs> you've, been fu- you've been fucking up, huh? 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 Uncle Smacky's here to put something in your veins. <laughs> Chase the dragon. Chase the dragon. <laughs> Ride the snake. Right, this. I don't ever want to threaten my child with violence. Jesus I don't Christ. want to do Whoa, that. Oh, no, you're not threatening them with violence, Uncle Smacky. <laughs> I'm creating this there's lie a, that... There's a big difference. Oh, my God, yeah. One that I was told that really fucked me up for a while, and I just can't, I just thought of this, is that cracking your knuckles will give you arthritis. Mm-hmm. And I, for a long time, I would do it, but I, like, I would do it in secret in hopes that like no one would hear it. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, I'm going to... Oh. Yeah. Okay, I can't do it anymore because it's, and I would get all freaked out. But I was like, I know I, I just have this compulsion to crack my knuckles. Then I learned that that was bullshit. Yeah. And I was like, fuck you, I'm cracking them all the time. It was amazing how like a lot of that stuff just transcends generations. Yeah, and I'm sure and that I'm sure that when I was told that, my whichever parent told me that, yeah, did not realize that it was not true. I'm sure they yeah, were told it and they went their whole lives understanding. Well, I think a lot of that in this because <clears throat> it, it is. A, it's just given. It's it's down passed down. A small tangent is like you know some stuff from the Bible. It's like this is forbidden. It was forbidden at the time because it was going to keep you safe. Like pork. Don't eat pork. Well, pigs were pretty gross and people got sick doing that sort of right. stuff. So if you did that, you know you're going to die. So it's like, hey guys, don't do that. Right. You know. But that somehow transcended into this thing where it's like, pork is not really... And it's like, yeah, well, it's just kind of gross back then. So, right. yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> and it's amazing how that just sort of like sticks with people became like this rule of law, which was good, but then it also had this unintended effect right, exactly. later on. You know, unintended all effects. All yeah. these things have... Yeah. You, like you don't know how far something, something you make up or something that you say can have a lot of legs to it. I mean, look at Scientology, you know? <laughs> there you go. Right. <laughs> Let's yeah. Let's, let's look at it. Yeah, let's look at it, guys. Mm. This has all been a lead up to us pitching you Scientology, guys. Tax free. That's what Scientology. Since ninety three. <laughs> Scientology tax free since ninety three. We live on the sea. Um, here's here's another one. Uh, when my parents were driving the children around town, the van hit a big bump, and the van hit a big bump. They told us that they had just run over a pedestrian. Then they reminded us to always be careful when crossing the street. It wasn't until we were older that we realized our parents had treated the whole thing way too mundanely for it to be real. Good <laughs> Lord. 
Jesus. Well, we just killed someone, kids. Uh, this is why you got to look both we ways. We hit a pedestrian. What are you going to do? <clears throat> Good Lord. Yeah, right. That is really like morbid. Hey, be careful when you're crossing the street. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. I get Because as a kid, you're just like, okay. But then when you think about it, you're like, no, you're just telling someone that you just committed essentially manslaughter. Mm-hmm. And we're going to use this as a teaching moment. And this is why uh, you should really look both ways because people yeah. can just murder you with their cars and they don't have to stop. Exactly. Hit and run, baby. Hit run, and run from the law. <laughs> uh, another one that I remember I was told is if you swallow your gum, it'll stay in your stomach for seven years. Mm-hmm. I don't know why seven years specifically. <laughs> because Did, were you told the same? It's 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 like those numbers mm-hmm. that have a special. Right. Like, you break a mirror at seven years. Bad luck. Exactly. You yeah. Know, yeah. You, you step on a cat's tail. You get you know herpes in three years. I don't know how it goes. No, that's exactly how it goes. Yeah. 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 Lot of people in the doctor's office yeah. for stepping on cat's tails. Exactly, but I mean that. In the idea was that the, the gum just passes through your entire system intact. It doesn't right. like you know. It doesn't break down. Yeah, no, like, it doesn't acids. get stuck yeah. in there. It just doesn't digest. So, which sounds terrifying, but it's like yeah, you just pass it out whole. Right. It's which yeah. is kind of terrifying when you think about that. Your body's like, ah, I can't do anything with this. Just send it along. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're gonna analyze this. No, nope, we got nothing. It's good. It's waste. Get keep, it out of here. Keep it moving. It's like, geez, okay. Then what am I chewing on? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is this? Oh, I also God. like the concept of blowing a bubble out of your butt. I'm just going to live with that one for a second. Just let that sit. <laughs> yeah. Just let that sit. It's pretty gross. Here's another good one. <laughs> when I reached the age of puberty, my grandparents told me that the amount of semen in my manhood was finite, and if it was all used up, blood would come out instead. Oh, my God. These are terrible. Can you imagine that? No. That'd be basically be like, hey, don't jerk off. It's like, right. oh, blood's going to shoot out of my out of my dick. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Yeah. I mean, then you're sitting there like if you have like a wet dream or something, you wake up, you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. I've, I've wasted used some. <laughs> I've used some of my supply. Oh, no. Oh, my God. How That's horrifying. Absolutely. The people who tell, there's certain things that if you tell your kids these things, you should be, you should get in trouble because that is a horrifying well, especially thing. Especially when it comes to like sex and stuff like right, that. Tell you, them the truth. Yeah, please tell them the truth because that's just going to lead to huge problems down the road. You can't yeah. have that happen, man. No. Children, masturbate. Go. Yes, go. Just, I'm jerking. <laughs> get it left out. Left and right. Just anywhere you are. Drop what you're doing and jerk Get it, it out of your system. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Another good lie my mom told me was that all animals go to heaven. Really? Yeah. There's, that's definitely not true. That is not true. No, I mean, nope. there are definitely a lot of animals nope. in hell. Yep, all of them. Oh, so you're on the opposite end of the <laughs> spectrum. So you're just saying, like, animals as a population are just hellbound. 100%. They are sinners from the word go. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Absolutely. Is it because they don't have souls? It's because they lick their own butts. Let's see, now here's the thing. I would, I would, I would argue that if you had the ability, you would. No. If I had the ability to lick my own butt, yeah. no thank you. Doug. It's you we're talking about. I have the ability to put whatever I want up my butt, and I don't even do that. Right. Let alone, why would I lick my butt? I don't know. Because you can't. No. Not at all. Just saying. No. If we took away your opposable thumbs (laughs) and gave you the ability to lick your butt. I could still shove them up my butt. Shove what up your butt? My fingers, right? Well, yeah, but you can't can't grasp toilet paper. Understood. All right. So the point being that my point is that I could put anything up my butt, and I choose not to. Right. So I feel like that's much less gross than licking my butt. Therefore, why would I lick my butt even if I could? Yeah, but why wouldn't you? Because I'm repulsed by my butt. But the amount of times that you talk about it, I feel like you were pretty it's, obsessed. It's a part with of my life, man. Right. 
I talk yeah. about how right, angry I am at most things. I'm, I'm glad we got that squared away. Yeah, it's a big part of my life, man. Yeah. It's, it's a crucial part of my life. All right. My body, you know, you know. It's a wonderland. It's, it's a wonderland. <laughs> it consumes energy and it, uh, you know, expels the waste. My body is a factory. <laughs> my body is a factory. My body is a factory. My body is a factory. Producing all that energy. I just like the fact that you think all dogs, all, all animals go to hell. Oh, yeah. They're burning down there right yeah. now. Just, just. <laughs> it's because they can lick their butt. Because they can lick their butt. That, that is the, that's the reason why. Obviously. So get, so maybe that's the reason. So you wouldn't not lick your butt to save your soul from going to hell. You wouldn't not lick your, lick your butt just because it's gross. I wouldn't not lick my butt. <laughs> what? So I would lick my butt? I'm just trying to get you to say you'd lick your butt. <laughs> you wouldn't not lick your butt. Right. What? So I would? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying, you interpret it how you want to interpret it. The question stands. <laughs> the question is, what's the question again? You wouldn't not lick your butt. <laughs> I'm saying the the point of not licking your butt wouldn't be to stop you from going to hell. It would be just because it was flat out gross. I don't want like to lick my butt. You're fine going to hell. I don't want to lick my butt. I'm going to leave it at that. So I would never go near reason, my butt. For reasons unexplained. I don't want anyone else to go to my butt either. I don't want anyone to toss my salad because that is just not not nice to anybody. No. I don't care if, if someone's like, oh, you can always just clean it. No, there's no amount of cleaning that's going to take care of that mess. I, well, maybe in yours. I've seen pretty clean buttholes. I'm sure you have. Um, I've seen, you know, bleached in my, buttholes. In my day. Yeah. I've seen clean buttholes. And trust me, when Justin has said he's seen buttholes, he's seen a lot. I mean. About how many buttholes do you think you've seen? I, well, I mean, how much is an egregious amount? I don't know, man. You tell me. I mean, what, what's what's your what's your goal? What are you Up, working towards? Well, my goal and what I've seen is two vastly different. things. I know. Things. Like, what are yeah. you working towards? My, I'm working towards a solid uh, around ten thousand. Okay, ten thousand. Yeah. So, where are you at currently? I'm, I am. In, I'll say this. I'm going to keep it to myself, but I'm in. I'm in the four digits. The four digits. Yeah. Okay. So, tell me more about this. Like, do you, is this volunteer based? Is this more of like just you know. Peek in whenever you can. You know, is this is I this mean, a project? You we, got a drone now. I'm assuming something goes along with that. Yeah. Well, look with butthole looking, right? You've got to you take it when you can get it. Really, like if so, like it sounds so crazy. <laughs> sometimes I can't wait to play this for our four year <laughs> clips. <laughs> I mean, if you're not gonna look, if you don't care that much, I won't even finish. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> Let's just go back to the lies we're told. That's a line Justin's never ever said until now. <laughs> Justin's never not finished. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> well, we don't care. I guess I'm not going to finish. Bullshit. I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish. <laughs> and you're going to know I finished because there's going to be blood. Because <laughs> I'm all out of semen. There will be blood. <laughs> That's what that movie's about. We figured it out. Oh, I've never seen it. Now not, I know. Oil is an allegory for semen. Exactly. Yeah. We're all out. <laughs> it's nothing but blood. What happened? Uh, I, blacked, I don't know. I blacked out for a second. That was pretty beautiful, though. When I realized what was going on, I'm like, this is pretty special right now. This is a great moment. I can't wait to capture this. Yep. Uh, here's another fun one. My parents convinced me that everything was a living thing to keep me from breaking stuff. Imagine my grief when our five-year-old toaster suddenly stopped functioning. <laughs> Again, you're fucking ruining your children. Uh, you're ruining it. your children by making them afraid of everything. Ugh. Absolutely afraid. My mom always told me dad is drinking horse pee. That's why he's going crazy. Oh, beer. She often offered me the drink she knew I would refuse. <laughs> well, that yeah, that sounds about right. That was uh that was good. Let's see what else we got That's here. Terrifying. <laughs> this one is probably what I should do. I, I actually agree with this one. I thought that everybody called soda special. 
It turns out special was a fake nickname my parents made up to fool me that soda was only for special occasions. <laughs> nice try, Mom and Dad. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Oh, uh, there's one here that I told my kids if I d- if they didn't behave, I'd drive through. Uh, I I sorry, they didn't behave in the drive through. They'd get a sad meal instead of a happy meal. What does that mean? I wonder. Well, it doesn't matter. Like you're, it's not. <laughs> you're, you're gonna get a fucking sad meal. Can I get a happy meal. You're gonna get a sad meal, and then the kids just go. Well, I don't want that. I better behave. That's got a small window of time where that's going to work. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's going to work maybe once or twice before they realize that there's no difference. Unless it's like, you know, a John Mulaney situation, like his joke where his dad, you know, stops off at McDonald's and everyone's like, yay, we're going to McDonald's. We're going to get all this stuff. He goes to the drive-thru, orders one black coffee. (laughs) And then takes it and drives off. Everyone's like, what the fuck, dad? (laughs) I haven't just, heard that one. That was one. amazing. He's like, this is a this is a man who doesn't give a shit. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. Oh my god, that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So, um, my oh my god, um, this is terrifying. My mom tried. Uh, my mom got tired of my brother and me eating her scallops, so she told us that they were dolphin balls. You know what? I agree with that. Scallops are fucking delicious, and they come in small numbers. So you would tell your children that? I don't. I don't disagree with it. I'll say that much. Scallops are legit. I you know. I told you how I get now. Where Natalie's like, I want some of that, and I just look at her like, this is my fucking food. And if it was scallops, no less. When she I goes like, Dad, can I have? She'd yeah. be like, I want that. I was like, you want steak? Yeah, cool. Go fucking get a job then, and earn your own fucking steak. <laughs> Child, child, grow up! Why don't you? Like, Jesus, I got, I got another one here. Again, these, a lot of these, I feel like border, and I'm sure it's funny at the time, but when you really think about the mental impact that this has on kids, yeah. So a guy goes, my friend ripped open a hand warmer uh, ah. when, uh, and when the powder got on his hands, his parents told him that his hands would disintegrate by age thirty. Okay. We looked up what disintegrated meant later that night, and he bawled hysterically while staring at his hands. I'm like, that is not. Why would you, again, I'm sure there's a part of the parent who's like, this is going to be funny because he knows this is, because like you, me saying that to you, like, Doug, your hand's going to disintegrate by the end of the day. Like you would laugh at that. It's a funny joke. I'm wondering if these parents just don't understand what impact this has on their kids. Well, it's just like, can you be that dumb? Especially it's like, it's already happened. So you're not preventing anything. You know what I mean? Right. Now you're just being mean. It's like, maybe you're trying to make that person as an example. You know, like, hey, that person is now, their hands are going to disintegrate, so you shouldn't do that. Right. I mean, that's what all those fables and stuff like that are all about. They all have allegories and, you know, what's the moral of the story? You know, don't do this because this is what happened to this character and stuff like that. The boy who cried wolf and things like that. There's some direct applications, but that one, I'm like, what? I don't know, man. Like, what's... This is mean. What are you trying to... That's flat out mean. uh, Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Here's... We'll we'll, we'll do uh, just a few more here. This one here, my dad told me that only... That only... People only get 10,000 words per month. If you reach the limit, you can't physically speak until the new month begins. Anytime I was especially talkative, my dad would say, careful, you're over 9,000 by now. He's over 9,000! He's over 9,000 by now. So, again, I feel like that only works once and at a certain age because for me... I would absolutely be like, of course you would. Let's fucking test this, right? Yeah, like that, why would you not just go? All right, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a count here. One hundred percent. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna see what I can do. Just right. be like, oh my god, I can't. Talk. Dad, when do I hit? How much am I up to now? When do I hit ten thousand? Yeah, I'm at nine ninety nine. Great. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. 
It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's a, a weird one. That's a stupid one. Yeah. Um, my mom told me that Seven Eleven was only open from seven p.m. to eleven p.m. and that seven p.m. was far too late to have a Slurpee. Stopped stopped him from asking for for sweets or Slurpees and stuff. That's I give credit on that one. That's pretty well done. Would you Would you use that one on Natalie? I mean, I just tell her no, but you know, I get it where it's coming from because logically, even for you know, a relatively older kid, they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. It's called 7-11. That's got to be what it is. Yeah. And they see 7-11, they're like, yeah, yeah it's got to be All right, 7 through 11. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Cool. Yeah, we can't have – all right, yeah, okay, all right. That yeah. makes sense. You, you can make that last a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I've i got one more that is – I can see you using this, mm-hmm. like, next year for Natalie. Or mm-hmm. not next year, but soon for Natalie. Living on the West Coast, my friend showed the East Coast feed of the New Year's Eve countdown to her kids, <laughs> then had them in bed just after 9. 100% I'm going to do that. 100%. <laughs> and you're just like, yep, oh, there it is. It's New Year's. Go to bed now. Yeah, happy New Year's. It's New Year's everywhere. Go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Except I feel like that's going to mess with her ability to tell time. Yeah. Well, also, it, it completely uh, disregards the entire working theory you and I had for a centralized time zone. Oh, God. We got to talk about that. We really need to reopen that because I feel like we were on to something. <laughs> You and I viscerally disagreed on that. We did, and I still, and I, I still don't know what, why, how. I like I, everything's I, fuzzy now. I was kind of in favor of a of like a universal time, and you were not. Right. If, does that sound about that, right? That was that was the correct stances. Yes. And I don't remember. Here's you, you had some good points. Here's yeah. I well, and I couldn't back any of them up though. Like it yeah. was kind of your your sports thing. Was yeah. I was just like it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right, but I can't. My points are valid, but I don't know why they're valid, and they yeah. might not be valid. It yeah. was, was really everything it came around to. That would so be that's fun just to open that up and just like fart our way through that. I feel like that's definitely something we need to do on this on this show because, yeah, yeah exactly. I think that'd be good. Yeah. Um, you know what else we need to do on this show? We need – tell me, Justin. Tell me a lie that I should believe that will have greater consequences for me down the road. This is the last throwdown ever. Well, it's been fun, everybody. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I won't do it. I won't do it without the throwdown. Yeah, that's right. Throwdown! <laughs> throwdown! So today's throwdown was a suggestion. Uh, it was suggested Ooh, to us by whom? By a one Mr. Haig Nahigia. Oh, Haig. He, Spelled he, backward as guy. <laughs> that's very accurate. <laughs> um. Yeah, so this was uh, given to us by Guy, um, and uh, I, I he thought he thought of this one long and hard, and I I got to give him credit because at first I went, oh, I know how this is gonna go, done, and then I looked into one of the characters, and mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, interesting. It actually might be a closer, a harder decision than I initially thought. Okay. So when I give this to you, you'll probably will go one way immediately. All right, I will try but to really temper like, my exactly. Yeah, because I was surprised. I still, I still know how I'm going on this one. But okay. today we're going, and I think you've seen both of these movies. Today we're going to go with Mr. Frank Martin from The Transporter Okay. versus uh, John Wick from John Wick. This is hilarious. I've not seen either of these movies. Ah, damn but it! I'm familiar with Seriously? both of them. I'm familiar with okay, both of cool. them. We, we definitely, you and I definitely need to sit down for John Wick sometime. I will is, absolutely do that. I've heard fun movie. great things yeah, about both of those really movies. It really is fun. And Transporters so. actually... For what it was, it was good. Yeah, but it was an it was a, it was a 2002 Jason Statham action movie. Mm-hmm. So it, for what I it mean, was, it, it's it pooped out a couple of sequels too. Absolutely, so. yeah. Now I've seen John Wick and John Wick Two. I've not seen the Transporter Two or Three or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't speak to 
how his character gets fleshed out. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so let's begin. What do you know of each of them? I know that the transporter is a great <clears throat> driver. Yes. And I know John Wick is awesome with guns. John Wick is also a great driver. Okay. He's well. He he displays a a uh, an, uh, a penchant for driving fast and accurately. I don't know if he is as adept at driving as the transporter. I also know that John Wick is a is a much feared hitman. Yes. And bodyguard. Yes. Not bodyguard, but he's a mercenary. He's a mercenary for she's an assassin. To the point where when they kill his dog, the guy's like, "Do you know what you've done? Right. We're fucked." And that's basically what happens is he goes on a rampage he's, and yeah. just murder, murders everybody. My favorite, One of my favorite lines is he says something to the effect of, you know, it, we, we call him the boogeyman because he's the, guy you, he's the guy you call when you want to kill the boogeyman. Yeah. Like, basically, that's how much you should fear him. Yeah. He's more scary than the scariest thing you can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the transporter does not have that oomph to him, but he is very sought after. People know that if something needs to get done, if something... Uh, dangerous or high value or whatever needs it's an impossible thing to get it from point a to point b he'll get it there Mm -hmm. and so he's ex-special forces so he does have a lot of uh um, combat experience he's very adept with uh weapons and guns and and, uh, hand-to-hand combat and things of that nature um and that's that's the abridged version of kind of what his what what frank miller or frank martin is so they're both kind of loners uh um they both yeah so, what's a good real life equivalent for John Wick? Like a real life person, like a an assassin like person, like a like a someone who existed? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I, I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not up to speed on my. I left my assassin trading deck at home. Because the way I'm sort of like lining this up is it's like a great assassin versus like a UPS driver. You know. <laughs> A really great guy who's good at logistics. You know, he can <laughs> I get would, I would what say can false. Brown do for you sort of situation. <laughs> I feel like we've covered that in this podcast. Exactly. In great detail. Yeah. Um, you know. And, <laughs> He's a great UPS driver. You know, he, he'll get that where it needs to go. He'll right. figure out the route and get it there. And it probably won't be broken too and, much. No. And if you're not there, he's going to leave a note at your door. He's right. going to slap and say, hey, I was here. Uh, you have to go pick it up at this facility, right. and he'll probably put a smiley face on it. Right, but, but he's might. also the kind of guy that, like, if you're getting something really important like a TV, and you're not there, he'll wait a little bit extra. Oh yeah, just to make sure that you're there. He'll so kick. He'll be like, hey, look, I know what this is. He'll I kick think around. you probably want that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's not a monster. No, no. He's got empathy, and he's he's a human being. He respects what he does. For absolutely. A living. He takes yeah. it very seriously. Yeah, he knows the value of return customers. Mm-hmm. I don't think a UPS driver would really hold up well to an assassin. <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face. <laughs> that, that is the only time in the history of the world that that sentence has been spoken. You, congratulations. Yay, you've done it. I did it. I invented something. You took that off the market. Now, mm-hmm. anyone else who says that, that's not original. Copyrighted Doug. Copyrighted Doug. Yep. 2018. Yep. Yeah. Um, I would say it's 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 not going to be an easy fight. I'll, I'll, oh, no. I'll say that. Based off of uh, what we've seen, what I've seen at least to Transporter 1. Um, I think they've got pretty good wire work in that film, right? They got a they got a lot of wire work. Yeah. Um, no, not a lot. I mean, they, they he does a lot of a lot of what he does. I think is sans wires. Okay. I don't think he does too too much wire work. Okay. Um, there's obviously some things where it's impossible to do mm-hmm. without that. But uh, I know uh, Statham likes to do as much much of his own stunts as possible, and Keanu likes to do as much of his own stunts mm-hmm. as possible. So they got that kind of going for them. The the characters are throwing themselves into the mix as much as possible. Um, I, I really think this comes down to uh, the fact that John Wick has such an extensive underground network yeah. that 
it's there's no there's the community that he comes from the the network and the brotherhood that he's a part of is terrifyingly uh insane and interconnected and it's and even though i'm not going to spoil it for you but uh just based off that fact alone and that he ran in that circle I'm going to give it to John. I have to give this to John Wick. Well, I'd also say anyone that's cut from an assassin cloth, yes. I'm going to give them a leg up. Right. Because... Like, ex-special forces is one thing. Impressive. But it's an assassin. Like, and a world-renowned, terrifying assassin. Because that's the thing is these people know how to kill. Not to say that ex-special forces doesn't, but ex-special forces is not necessarily there to kill. Right. And that's the, I think that's the big difference. And if they are factor. to kill, it's in combat situations. This person is there to kill and probably not be seen. Right. Or like to, to do in such difficult ways, their whole role is to kill. Whereas absolutely military, you could argue is it's part of what they do, but they're also there to defend. Yeah. They're there to secure. They're there to do a lot of other things. Whereas if it's just a straight up fight, like I think John Wick's going to have the upper hand as far as like, the lethality. The lethal meter? Ooh. No, I like lethality. Lethality. Lethality sounds like... It, it sounds like a really cool album. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm going to go with John Wick. On the, again, I don't know much about the Transporter, but I know it would definitely be an interesting fight. It would be a, a very interesting fight, yeah. And but, I don't think John Wick's going to come out of there unscathed, but no. I, I 100% think that, that Wick is going to take it based off solely based off the fact that, to your point, John Wick's the purpose of his life is to go into a situation, uh, neutralize someone Mm -hmm. and get out as efficiently, as quickly, as silently as possible. Yeah. Make it happen, get out and make it, maybe make it look like it wasn't even a hit. Yeah. You know, like he's really, really good at that. Uh, the transporter, um, he's, he's better defensively because Mm -hmm. he's, his goal is to not go into a situation. His goal is to try to avoid the situation, mm-hmm. right? He just wants to get the package from A to B. If shit goes down, he's going to handle it, but he wants to get A to B. He wants he's to checking Google his- Maps. He's finding the best route where there's not a lot of congestion. Right. He knows where all the one ways are. What he a, knows how to get around. What a lot of people don't know about the transporter is that he triple checks. Mm-hmm. He goes Google Maps, mm-hmm. MapQuest, and Apple Maps. Mm-hmm. He, try, he, he basically says, he takes the aggregate, what's the best route? Mm-hmm. And that's why he's so good at his job. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's fantastic at searching. Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to say John Wick for the win. John Wick for the win. John Wick for the win. Do, 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 do. Ta-da. There you go. Hey, and that is the answer to that question. Thanks, Guy, for uh, suggesting. Uh, Justin just shot his head back as I did that. Uh, for suggesting, if you guys have a suggestion for a throwdown, please reach out. We would love to debate Absolutely. your shit. So... You've heard it here. And would love to debate your throwdown suggestions. That too. Tell us about your poop. Um, <laughs> it's the only way Doug can get off. Yeah. That would be a shitty fetish to have. Mm, didn't even mean it that way. Boo. I really honestly, honest guy said that. I was like, huh, dad jokes. That worked. Uh, I can't wait to be a dad joke kind of guy. They're probably going to get filthy though, which is going to be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, say, I hope you don't use that. What you just said as a dad joke. Yeah. Right. Uh, so guys, uh, thank you for listening. Justin, you got anything you want to promote? Uh, go see the Chris and Matt show, uh, Summer Bonanza 2018. It is the fourth show that they're putting up. I think it's their fourth show. I'm pretty sure it's their fourth show. I think it is. And uh, it's opening uh, this weekend. And so that is the, hold on, I'm pulling my calendar up. It is the 25th, 25th September 1st, September 8th, and September 15th. So it opens this coming weekend, runs four weeks. It's at the DeMott Theater at Second City. Um, tickets do sell out, so you can pop on the Second City Training Center website. Uh, buy tickets there. If you get there, typically you can get in. There's sometimes a waiting list. Sometimes people don't show up. 
Um, but go, go see it. Support local comedians and uh, Two East Eighth did some videos for them. And there's one of them in particular that uh, I think is going to kill. I like those guys. They're very funny. Check out the Chris and Matt show Summer Bananas over at Second City. It's good stuff. We like them. You should too. Exactly. What do you got? Um, I'm trying to think of something that like I'm super pumped about. I thought I had something, but nothing's really coming to mind. Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to bail out of this one. Apparently, I don't have anything locked and loaded and ready to go. You're going to recommend this podcast? Yeah. Listen to us. Listen to my voice. <laughs> Ta-da. Ta-da. Uh, guys, you can find MindGap on Facebook. Look for our page there. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at MindGapPodcast. And you can also find Justin on the interwebs. That's true. I exist on Twitter and Instagram at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It is the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts, uh, where you uh, we're going to ask that you... Uh, subscribe to us, uh, write a quick review, um, share us around with everybody you know, and uh, just enjoy. That's what we want. Yes. We want you to enjoy us. Enjoy us because we enjoy you. That's right. And then twoeastaith.com slash mindgap and twoeastaith.com slash the best bar podcast ever is the other podcast I do with Milos every Monday and it is about the bar industry and it's fun. Happy 100th episode. Thank you. We just, uh, we've been doing it for the same amount of time as MindGap. Hey. Three years and we just hit episode 100. You did it. We did it. Congratulations. Yes. That's awesome. And if you think on this last uh, episode, we did a blind taste test between Miller Lite and uh, Miller Genuine Draft, Bud Light, and uh, Coors Light. I thought, I was very confident. I came in, I was like, I got this, I can do it, I got every one of them wrong. Oh. It is not that easy, and I challenge you, the listeners, to do this and let us know how it goes for you, because I was confident I was going to get it. Way to go, bud. I suck. You fucking idiot. Alright, guys, we love you so much. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week on Mind Gap. Mind Gap Podcast.